Welcome to Leading Off with True Blue LA. I'm your host, Eric Steven. Good morning, everybody. Uh, we have a Dodgers Rewind for you today, and with me is my co-host, Jacob Birch. Jacob, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? All right. Uh, all right. It's time to learn about a Dodger uh, who was an all-star uh, in the 1940s during World War II. Uh, it was an outfielder by the name of Goody Rosen. Um, I, I'm sure we mentioned him. In passing, I think, on a recent Dodger Rewind, for the life of me, I cannot remember. Um, and I'm not quoting um, the freshman right now. But, um, yeah, I just couldn't remember exactly when it was. But he came to front of mind, so we're, we're talking about him today. He was born in Toronto in 1912. Uh, Goody Rosen has the distinction of being one of only uh, two Jewish-Canadian-born players in MLB history. The other was Adam Stern, who was an outfielder for the Red Sox, Orioles, and Brewers from 2005 to 2010. This is per the Jewish Baseball Museum. Um, Rosen's best season came in 1945 uh, for Brooklyn when he was their regular center fielder. He made the all-star team. Um, I have a trivia question for you based on that year. So Rosen hit 24 doubles, 11 triples, and 12 home runs one of 32 Dodger seasons uh, in history with 20 doubles, 10 triples, and 10 homers. Eight of those seasons came after Rosen by seven different players. How many of them can you name? Oh, these these where I have to name like more than a player or two are always, always rough. Yeah. But, you know, um, we'll, we'll do the seven, I, the three strikes rule. I'll let myself get three wrong answers and I'll come up with the I'm, list for you. I'm confident that when we get to the answer portion, you're, you're going to do pretty. You're going to do okay. I think you're gonna <laughs> okay. Do, uh, you know, I will take okay. We'll, we'll take yeah. that. So um, Rosen, he sort of made a name for himself with the Louisville Colonels uh, in the American Associ Association in 1933. Uh, this is a one wonderful anecdote from his uh, Saber bio, written by Alex Tepperman. Um, this is his first year with Louisville. Quote: Goody appeared at Louisville only to be mistaken by the trainer as the Bat Boy. So small was the 20-year-old outfielder that he wore his uniform bunched at the knees. <laughs> uh, he hit over three, uh, 300 or better in four of the five years and 293 in the other. He made the American Association All-Star Team in 1937. The Dodgers purchased his contract that year. They had like a working agreement with Louisville, so he, he was in the minors for a while. Then they called him up in September. Uh, he pinch ran in his first game. And then he didn't bat, but then in his, he started the next, like, he played the last 22 games of the year. But in his, his the first four games that he batted, he had multi-hit games. He was 10 for 20 at one point. Um, for the year, he had 312 uh, in 22 games, played every game down the stretch. He found regular playing time uh, again in 1938. He played all three outfield positions. Uh, he had a, a 281, 368, 389 line, 106 OPS plus. In 138 games, uh, Burley Grimes, uh, I believe he was a former Dodgers Rewind. He was a uh, former Dodgers pitcher and a Hall of Famer. He was Brooklyn's manager in 1937 and 38, but was fired in favor of Leo DeRocher, who was definitely a past Dodgers Rewind but uh, for his playing days, but DeRocher was also playing at the time. So Rosen's Sabre bio notes how Grimes was a huge fan of Rosen's, including this, the, this description in his debut from the Toronto Star. 
Uh, Burley Grimes of the Brooklyn Dodgers boiled right over with ecstasy today in discussing Canada's newest gift to big-time baseball. <laughs> they really wrote awesomely back then. <laughs> the fact that I can't describe how good it was shows you how, how much we've declined as, as a baseball writing core. Um, so in 1938, though, he got off to a slow start. Uh, in 39, excuse me. Um, he hit 251 in 54 games. His OPS was under 700. Um and he was demoted to Montreal in June. The Dodgers called up an outfielder named Art Parks, who had uh, like 10 home runs in 64 games in Montreal. DeRocher, uh, per the Brooklyn Daily Eagle, he said, I don't like the idea of optioning Goody Rosen, but potentially Parks is a, is better, is a better driving hitter. Rosen is a capable hustler. Uh, and you thinking aside, aside here, uh, DeRocher, who was – uh, suspended for a year later uh, for associating with gamblers. I wonder how he met Hustler in that situation. <laughs> but back, back to the quote. But, uh, but definitely of the leadoff type. And now that we have Mel Almada, we can spare him for a chance to pack more power into the lineup. Uh, the problem that year was that none of those three guys hit. So Rosen <laughs> had a 79 OPS plus. Parks was 82. Almada, 38. Barely played. Um but Rosen, when he got sent down, he was reunited with Grimes, who was managing Montreal. Now, I, I guess the relationships were, relationships were different between majors and minors. They had that was a Dodgers minor league team. But can you imagine, like the manager getting fired, and they're like, you know what, you're managing AAA now. Like I guess <laughs> it happens more often than you'd think, but like it was just kind of funny, like that, how they sort of worked out. He hit pretty well. Rosen did that year for Montreal, 302, 18 doubles in like half a season. Um, Rosen in 1939, um, he returned his contract to Dodgers GM Larry McPhail, unsigned, wanting more money. And you always know how this ends, especially back then in the age of the reserve clause. The Dodgers moved him almost immediately. Uh, it's always fascinating to read these old stories. Like, I guess it's just how it was done. Like, you know, they literally were like gone for the winter, you know. <laughs> All right, see you in March or whatever. <laughs> But then, like, they would get mailed a contract and then, hey, send this back or whatever. And then, <laughs> and then and I guess just, I guess, just how it's done. Who knows? Who knows? But um, the Dodgers moved him almost immediately. Uh, Rosen, he was sold to the Pirates, eventually made his way to the Reds, and he spent the next four years in the minors. But that wasn't Rosen's only contract dispute. Uh, mm -hmm. We will get into the rest of his career uh, after the break. So Rosen uh, made his way back to the Dodgers in 1944. He was traded by the Reds. Uh, he played lots of uh, center field that year, but he hit just 261. He had an 84 OPS plus. This was his age 31 season, and he was actually thinking about retirement. But then uh, this is one of my favorite passages from the Sabre bio, again, written by Alex Tepperman. This was after noting Rosen was going to ask to be traded to his hometown uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, who were a minor league team at the time. He said, uh, during spring training, however, Red Durrett, a starting outfielder for the Dodgers, ate tainted fish at the Bear Mountain Inn in Bear Mountain, New York. With Durrett mo immobilized by food poisoning, a temporary spot on the Dodgers roster <laughs> opened up. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I don't need to get traded. Um, so Charlie Dressen, uh, who later managed the Dodgers in like 51 to 53, but he was the manager before, right before Walter Austin. Um, he helped. He was a coach with the Dodgers in the 40s. He helped Rosen with his swing. He basically told him to keep his left elbow closer to his body. The Brooklyn Citizen that June wrote about the changes, how it helped uh, Rosen like uh, pull the bar, ball more often to right field, and he added power. So his isolated power, which is just slugging minus batting average uh, for his first four major league seasons, um, 
was uh, 089, um, not very much power at all. 45, it was 135, which is not much power, but like compared to what he was at, like that's a pretty big jump. So that year he hit 325, 379, 460, basically career highs across the board, 134 OPS plus, five and a half uh, baseball reference war. That was six in the National League. He had those aforementioned um, doubles, triples, and homers that we'll talk about in a second. He was third in batting average, sixth in slugging. Six and slugging. This was the guy who was like a, a squirt basically when he when he came up. Um, tenth and on base percentage, second in hits, uh, second in total bases, uh, third in triples, sixth in OPS plus, second in runs. His 129 runs is actually tied for 18th uh, most in the season for the Dodgers. But uh, if if you remove the 1800s out of that, and you're just talking about like the modern era, he's actually seventh uh, in Dodgers history in runs in a season. He made the all-star team that year, but he didn't play. Um, Al Gregg, a Dodgers pitcher, and Dixie Walker, their first baseman, were also all-stars that year. Now, Walker was incredibly popular. Uh, people in Brooklyn called him the people's choice, but, but people like to exaggerate it in a Brooklyn accent, and it was like more the people's church, how they said it. I can't do a Brooklyn accent, so I apologize. But uh, Rosen was hitting so well in 1945 that during a hitting streak in June, there was a wire story that appeared in a bunch of papers uh, saying he was threatening to replace Walker as the people's choice. Uh, it wasn't like a threatening thing, like how dare he was more like, man, this guy's really good uh, and he's really popular. So now back to the um, aforementioned uh, 20 doubles, 10, 10 triples and 10 homers, uh, eight seasons since uh, Rosen and seven different players. How many of the seven can you name? All right. But anytime you add triples to a, a question like this, it always always makes yeah. it a little little more difficult. So we'll uh, it always makes you want to err a little older era when triples were a little bit more common. Yeah. All right, that's my stalling. Um, let's 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 go. Uh, <laughs> really? No, let, that, that let, let me know if you want any hints. Uh, Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson did it uh, once in 1949. Uh, that was his MVP year. Uh, Thirty-eight doubles, t- twelve triples, sixteen home runs. Duke Snyder. Duke Snyder's the one man on here who did it twice. Uh, nineteen fifty and nineteen fifty-four. The first uh, year of that, he went thirty-one, ten, and thirty-one, and then in fifty-four, he went thirty-nine, ten, and forty. I have a couple of more modern names that I'm shying away just because ten triples is a lot, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> um. Uh, I'll, I'll stick my neck out on one. Raphael for call? No. Okay. Crossing that name. One strike. Um, I don't th- think that's a bad guess. I, I don't. I don't have the numbers in front of me. But he, he would be. He would be a candidate. Uh, yeah. Given how how good he was, like when he was. Uh, so out. this is a name that you know, uh, uh, trenched in Dodgers lore, but doesn't come up often when you try to do these trivia questions. And I, and I don't know why it's stuck in my head, but uh, Kirk Gibson. So I would think yes, but he's he's not. I but before before I get into Gibson for a second, so for call in two thousand six, which would be the year yeah. I would think. Thirty two doubles, fifteen home runs, nine. Ah! So you were you were perfectly on the right track with that. Um, I'm going to go back, happy. and there's going to be some double with an error. <laughs> Yeah, right, exactly. So so Gibson did the, the 2010-10 once in 1984 with the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Dodgers, it, by, so I think his knees were uh, like hurting yeah. a little bit. 
And However, me, like, no, he yeah. was still good because he stole 31 bases. But that only must be one what triple I'm thinking. That must be what I'm thinking of. Is the I remember the lodged in my brain was that oh wow, thir- in this case, 30 steals. That surprised me. I, I had it lodged maybe it was triples. So, um, yeah, he had a five year stretch. Gibson did where he averaged. 27 homers and 30 steals, 80, 40, 88 steals, um, but only, only four. This is another one where would, would you like any hints? Uh, no. I'm going to take uh, a guess. I'm going to, I don't have my three strike shit, so I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, take hints at the third strike. Um, 10 home runs. This did not occur all that often, but this player, but I'm going to take a step anyways. Pee Wee Reese. Uh, no. Uh, and while you think of another, um, I'm going to look up Pee Wee just to see if he got close. Yeah, I, um, I like doing that. Uh, is there a Davis on here? Um, sorry, I didn't have it up. Yes. Uh, I, you, that's your hint. There is a Davis. <laughs> um, this isn't Jeopardy. You can't just say Davis. Really, Davis? Yes. So my hint to you uh, now is that Willie Davis, 33 doubles, 10 triples, and 10 homers, in 1971, is the last Dodger to do it. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that, um, it took a little bit of like, okay, that makes, oh, no. For a so, call, so come on. <laughs> Pee Wee Reese, um, he hit 10 triples only once, and that year he hit five home runs. But So he, he came close twice. So 51, he went 20 doubles, 10 homers, 8 triples. And then his, I guess his closest other year was 35 doubles, 10 homers, eight triples in uh, 54. So yeah, he, he was right there. All right, I'm gonna. Good kind I'm, of player for I'm just gonna. I'm gonna throw out uh, one more name, and then and then you're gonna tell me the rest. Uh, Gil Hodges. No. Okay. Um, so the one I would never. I don't think I would have ever gotten, and I didn't expect you to get was Luis Olmo in 1945. Also with Goody Rosen's teammate. Um, he was an, another. He outfielded played some third as well. Um, 27 doubles, 13 triples, which led the league in 10 home runs. Um, Carl Ferrillo in 1949, 27, 10, and 18. Uh, then the other two are in the same year, the uh, second year in Los Angeles. Uh, Charlie Neal, second baseman, 30 doubles, 11 triples, 19 homers. Uh, Wally Moon, his teammate, tied him for the league lead with 11 triples. He hit 19 homers just like Charlie Neal had 26 doubles. So. I was yeah. um I got the names I was gonna get. <laughs> no, exactly. But yeah, the I was I was I was excited about the question and then once I saw the list I was like, Oh man, Willie Davis is the, the most recent one. This is gonna be a slog. <laughs> but I but I think you, you did it well because you, you Yo, sort of I'm, I'm very guys, content so. with uh, with how I did. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm upset about for call, but <laughs> No, I, that it's it is amazing how close he got because he he's the guy I expected to be on the list, you mm. know? Like that what a perfect it was like a perfect guess, I thought. So um, but back to back to Rosen for a second in that 1945 year. It, this is a bit of foreshadowing uh, during a hitting streak um, in June. This was in the the Brownsville Herald. Rosen said, "Do you know that I'm really a forty thousand dollar player as far as Brooklyn is concerned? The Dodgers bought me for twenty thousand dollars late in 1937. Then in 1944, paid Syracuse another twenty thousand dollars for my contract. <laughs> you can see where this is heading." Um, so heading into 1946, Rosen asked for a larger contract, which again didn't sit well. Branch Rickey was the um, GM at this time. Uh, it was Lee McPhail or uh, earlier. Um, and in his uh, in his Saber bio, this is Rosen like years later, like sort of recounting 
that exchange with Branch Rickey. Uh, he said, he asked how much I expected in my 1946 contract. I told him I expected three times as much as I had been getting. All he said was, I'm not going to argue with you, but I'll trade you the first chance I get. <laughs> um, I can, can you imagine like Harrison Ford delivering that line? <laughs> um, so this is more Rosen. He said in spring training, you'd have thought and I was a rookie the way they did it. <laughs> yeah. Get off my team plane. <laughs> That's it. Did, wait, did they have a team plane by now? Who knows? Maybe. Um, but Frank Rosen. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Rosen played three games the year before getting sold to the Giants in April. Naturally, his first game, first games with the Giants were against the Dodgers. It was a doubleheader at the Polo Grounds. First game, three for four, two runs. Giants won seven three. Second game, two for three, three run homer and a walk with a 10 4 win. From Rosen's obituary in 1994, he was quoted as uh, saying, um, every time I came to bat, DeRocher is yelling from the dugout, stick it in his ear. DeRocher never liked me, even when I was playing for the Dodgers. Uh, so that year, he played 16 games against the Dodgers, and he hit 333, 500, 524. So he just like um, kind of reined him a little bit. Um, he hit pretty well for the Giants that year, uh, 281, 377, 390. He also ran into a wall in May. He missed about three weeks, but he played through it the rest of the year. Uh, one more trip to the Sabre bio. It says Rosen uh, later revealed it was a severe clavicle sprain that made it hard for him to fully raise his arm for five years. Um, so he he didn't play in the majors again after 46, uh, but he did go he did go back home to Toronto in 1947, um, and he played one year for them, and then he retired at age 35. Uh, Goody Rosen was inducted to the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame in 84, and he died 10 years later at age 91 at his home in Toronto. Um, so, yeah, that's that's Goody Rosen. Pretty interesting uh, interesting dude, a memorable season, a, a Raphael for call-like season, some like to say. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's, that's today's Dodgers Rewind, someone I, I can't say I knew about before a couple weeks ago. And I'm glad to bring them to you. So uh, that's it for today. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we will talk to you again tomorrow.